History is a people's memory, and without a memory, man is demoted to the lower animals. From Malcolm X. Hello everyone, this is Rob McCall with the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for March 19th to 26th. 2021. Happy birthday to John, Judy, and Mom. And we're at the, I think, first quarter of the worm moon for some reason. And here are some natural events. One recent day, we watched the grows in the pasture out back scouting around with their bandy-legged gait and their ebony feathers ruffled by the cold wind. Now, what could they possibly find to eat out there? Crows do eat worms like the robins, but even though it's the worm moon, they aren't going to find many worms out in that frozen ground. They do eat insects too, but the same holds for that. So finally, we concluded that they were likely scavenging in the fallen detritus of the whole winter past, laid bare by the melting snow and ice cover as it recedes across the field like a melting glacier. Maybe they're finding seeds, dead insects, maybe even a dead mouse or two. Now crows, of course, are preeminently omnivorous. They're eating the past much the same as we do when we enjoy potatoes and carrots and root vegetables or winter squash and apples and other produce of the land. Or that frozen backstrap of venison our late neighbor gave us quite a while ago, eating the past. The next thing we knew, the hardy crows were gathering dead grass and flying off to a suitable nesting place making the future from the past. Here's a field and forest report. Our neighbor, John, goes up into his woodlot just about every day to turn out lumber on a sweet, locally built sawmill for the fine post and beam structures he builds. He's wanting to get the lumber out of there before the ground gets too muddy. Our bird tally, probably much like yours, crows, jays, chickadees, a woodpecker now and then, we have a report of a possible hummingbird sighting in Bucks Harbor. Do send us your reports of unusual sightings. To give us an idea of what's ahead, here's a note from field agent Margaret Latham of Pimpern, Parish, UK. She writes, We are ahead of you as far as spring goes. The snowdrops here in the south of England were wonderful. There were swaths of them by the roadside on the way to our nearest town. And now it's the turn of the daffodils, people's gardens, and along the roadside, and masses of primroses too. The field at the back of our house has a good handful of pheasant 
that escaped the winter shoots, and there have been three partridge and a couple of hares. Thank you, Margaret, for that. And here's a rank opinion. When I met him, Allie Ryan was an old man living in an old house in South Brooksville, the house being a museum of his own making. He had collections upon collections until there was hardly room left for Allie. But the most significant was his collection of relics of all kinds relating to the main seafaring life. Huge model schooners, oil paintings, photos, books, newspapers from the age of sail. Allie was a true lover of history, and when he died, many of his nautical items went to the Maine State Museum in Augusta for educational purposes. Allie, too, was fed by history and nourished by the past. So that leads me to think about what we are leaving behind to nourish generations to come. Will they feed on our history of violence and greed and microplastics? Or will they be nourished by justice and kindness, clean air and water, and good, wholesome food? History will surely judge us by the nurturance we leave behind. And finally, a couple seed pods, first from uh, the English essayist George Santayana. You know this one's coming. Those who do not remember the past are doomed to repeat it. And this from Old Man Coyote. You are what you eat. the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>